Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on WorldCom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Whether you're red or blue, an elephant or a donkey, a Republican or a Democrat, or you vote third party, you as a voter vote for politicians that you believe are well suited for the job and will make the most change toward the betterment of your country, state or town. No one intentionally votes for someone that they believe is awful, despite what other people think of the candidate. However, what happens when we find out that someone who is elected into office isn't who they claim to be? What happens when we find out that a politician ran on a campaign of lies? That's what's happening in today's story when we cover George Santos. The New York congressman who boldly lied his way to the top. Well, what did he lie about? What's going to happen? Find out on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. You might be red, but I'm blue, Abu Di Abu Dai. Abu Di Abu Dai. Abu Di Abu Dai. Abu Di. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Uh, I might intentionally vote for a candidate who uh, is not the best. You ever heard of Vermin Supreme? <laughs> no. He is a uh, so he runs every year. All is right. that like Ralph Nader? Who? Ralph Nader. Ah, that sounds like a real person. Vermin Supreme is a, is a crazy person. Uh, oh. he, I think he he runs on like a, oh. What's the what's the word for uh, the kind of comedy starts with an S? Satire. Uh, yes, he's a satirical. <laughs> he's a satirical uh, candidate that runs every year. He wears a boot on his head, and he he is basically. I think he says that he's a fascist or maybe a communist, and he says that he runs on a platform of he's going to give a pony to every single person in the United States, and then he'll be like he'll be like, well, I'm not going to keep my campaign promises anyway, so. Sure, I'll tell you what you want. It's great. Look up some of his stuff. He's actually quite he's quite funny. I'd vote for him. It's kind of like when people voted for Harambe. Dude, let's vote for Harambe again in spirit. Yes. Yeah. Well, on that note, welcome to another episode of White Collars Red Hands. I'm Kashan. And I'm Nina. And this week we're talking about George Santos. Also known as oh God, what was his drag he- name? Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. I don't know how to pronounce it, actually. Okay. Um, he looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Not really. He, that's what his body shape is. Okay, yeah, he's doughy. He doesn't look anything like the Pillsbury Doughboy, though. That's what he reminds me of. He has Pillsbury Doughboy spirit. Hey, you know, if you if you poked him, he would probably go, ooh <laughs> He looks like him. He's got the lips. He's got a hoo and lips. He does. They're, you can tell. they're pretty um juicy. Yeah, no, I think there's some, uh, there's some, there's some juice in there, you know? He may have filler. I think so. I think so. He may have filler. Not natty. Not Natural? Natty. Yeah, not natty, bro. Not natty, bro? Not natty. No, he's not natty. Mm-mm. 
All right. So Santos has an incredibly long name. His name is actually George Anthony DeVolder Santos. Um, very long. Um, Four words, Nina. Longer than mine. During his collegiate and political career, he also go, has gone by Anthony DeVolder, um, which we will talk about how that has made things a little bit tricky. He likes to switch them back and forth. So Santos is a first-generation American. His parents are from Brazil. He actually holds dual citizenship in Brazil and the United States. He did live in Brazil from 20... I'm sorry, from 2008 to 2011. Oh, does he speak Portuguese? Probably. Hmm. I'm sure he does. Um, It is noted that when he lived in Brazil, he participated in drag... There we go. ...under the name of... Oh, I think it's I think it's Katara Ravash. Okay, Ravash. That's what I was thinking, Katara Ravash. Ooh. I don't know how to say it. Ooh, also knows Katara Ravash. Then Ravash. You've, you've seen that video where they like because there's a video of him and they're like, "This is definitely George Santos." Oh, it's like, totally him. He's, He's like, "That's not me. That's just that's just a drag queen that looks very suspicious." No, like it's me fucking him in the place where I lived during the times I lived there. No, but he, it's not me. He denies ever doing drag, but there's pictures, there's video, and honestly, who cares if he's, he's gonna, done drag? At some point, he's probably going to deny being a senator with his track record. He's like, I was never a senator. Honestly, what are you talking about? He probably will be. What are you like, talking about? Yeah, I like, just kept well, showing he's up. He's never been a senator, but he's been a congressman. Oh yeah, he's in the house, right? Yeah, he's, in the he's house. like, I just kept showing up. I I wasn't. I don't know. I just just let me in. I wasn't a member of Congress. No, I, no, 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 no. I, no, I just no, no. I just sat in the buildings and raised my hand when they said I or not. <laughs> The drag queen meatball did transform herself into George Santos as a joke. Bruh, that's fucking, that's rude as hell. It's funny. <laughs> Kashan, if you were a drag queen, what would your name be? Kashan, I'm keeping it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. No, it's boring. Full name. Just be like. Kashan Bachelor. Like, oh, it's your, it's your drag name. It's like Kashan Bachelor. <laughs> what are you talking about? Mine would be anti-vax. A-U-N-T-I-E, Vax. <laughs> Everyone's going to think you're fucking hardcore Republican. No, they're not. George Santos is a hardcore Republican. Exactly. So if anything, he's just proving that you can be a, both a drag queen and a Trump up, supporter at the same time. I would dress up like a little maid with my, like, or not like a maid. I would dress up like a little nurse with, like, syringes. And squirt vodka out into the audience. Are you even a drag queen if you're dressing up like like stereotypically feminine things? You're just they a, do that all the time. Yeah, men do. That's drag. You would just be a stripper. Oh no! But this is if I did drag, and in, in this fantasy, I'm a man. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm a man, and if I was a man just, who did drag, my name would be Anti Vax, and I would dress up like a nurse. Sounds like you just want to be a cabaret dancer. Oh, I would love to be a cabaret dancer. Right. I would love to do burlesque. <laughs> but I'm not very good at dancing. I got a couple of friends that did that. They were like, not going to do acting. Instead, I'm just going to... Show my tits. Shake around some pasties. The way, the way they get those things to the freaking helicopter, though, impressive. I'm, I, that is going to hurt my elasticity. I'm not going to do that. It's not going to hurt it. It's going to increase it. Those things are going to be rubber bands. So Santos is sketchy from early on. When he left Brazil in 2011, there was an ongoing check fraud case against him. Hey, check if he's done fraud. Ah! <laughs> yep. Check if he's done drag. 
Also, yep. Yep. Um, when he left Brazil, he moved to New York City. At first, he worked for a call center, and many people who personally knew Santos found this odd because he was always bragging about how much money his family had and all the lavish properties that they owned. So they were like, why do you work for a call center for Dish for $12 an hour if your family owns all these properties? Well, property in Brazil, dirt cheap. That's true. You know? That's true. So. But he was not saying that he owned property in Brazil. I think he was saying that he owned property in the United States. But I think he was saying that this property was not just in Brazil. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm saying is places. Like in New York? Yeah. In early 2016, Santos moved to Florida where he worked for Hotels Pro. In 2017, under the name of George DeVolder, he began working for Linkbridge Investors. And in 2019, he was listed as vice president of the company, but it was later argued that he was actually just a freelancer. Where was it listed that he was vice president? On this LinkedIn? Yes. Because, oh, well. I, I think based on some other stuff we're going to find out. I don't know if you can really trust anything that he puts out. You know, he just likes to embellish. I can put any I can put anything on there. President president of the fucking of the Big Dick Society just right there on my LinkedIn and then I can get in calls from all these all these places being like, "Hey, Mr. Bachador, we need a, we need someone with a very large uh, penis. Will you please come in?" You know? And then it we means send nothing. in Anthony DeVolder. Yeah. Not George Santos. George <laughs> like, Santos has a tiny like, God damn it. It's, it's George Santos again. <laughs> this is yeah. the, seven, the 17th time we've accidentally got George Santos when we're trying to look for someone with a large penis. <laughs> ah! He comes in with a blow up dick. You're like, God. It's like, we know that's not real, George. It's like, it is real. Like, God damn it. I left the, I left the fucking house floor for this. <laughs> In mid-January of 2020, Santos began working for Harbor City Capital, which is a Florida-based alternative investment firm. So while he was running for Congress, he opened a Harbor City Camp Capital in Manhattan, where he became the firm's regional director. Now, during all this time, Harbor City Capital was under investigation by the SEC for running a $17 million Ponzi scheme. How would he know that? He was just a regional director. Well, he was not named in the Ponzi scheme. So, it's not his fault. Maybe. I'm sure he knew about it. I'm sure he knew that there was something sketchy going on. I don't know if he was the one actually like... Sketchy companies are the only one that's going to give George Santos a job because they're not checking his background. Well, correct. For their fucking... their higher-ups. They're like, You'll, you're a random person that's not going to say shit? Sounds good. All right. Santos worked for Harbor City Capital until 2021. He then founded the DeVolder Organization, which is where he claims that the basis of his wealth comes from. And no one really understands what the DeVolder Organization is for or what it does. Oh, and um, uh, I think it uh, scams people. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it does. Yeah. yeah. Something like that, right? Yep. Yeah. So, according to financial disclosure forms, it is said that the DeVolder organization is a capital introduction consulting firm. So, um, sources from the internet say that an introduction consulting firm is a firm that, quote, that is the introductions of prime brokerage that a prime brokerage firm makes on behalf of money managers by introducing hedge fund clients to hedge fund investors. So, they're... They're just like the middlest of middlemen. They yeah. just go like, hey, like here's here's 
uh, someone who has uh, things that they're investing in. Here, it's uh, here person investing in things. Here's someone with money. You guys should uh, should make out and share all your money. And they're like, money, money, money. I'm pretty sure that's what happens at hedge fund meetings, actually. It's just like all of them, just like a bunch of 70-year-old white men just like fucking making out. making out hardcore. And then at the end, they exchange those like big burlap sacks with dollar signs at the set. But it's not prostitution because they're all they all share money and they're all into it. Well, they're not paying each other for the warp sack. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they're it's, just it's also two, making out. It's two separate instances. It's the making out and then directly after it, it's the exchange of uh, large uh, monopoly style bags of money. Yes. Yeah. No. So the company is based in New York, but it's registered in Florida. And it was actually dissolved in 2022 because they didn't file their annual reports. Now, during the 2022 con- during his 2022 congressional campaign, Santos let- lent the campaign more than $700,000 and reported his salary to be $750,000. And it said that there were dividends of 1 to 5 million dollars the company's and the company's estimated value was in the same range. And then that company, although it was dissolved, it was reinstated December 20th. So you can do that? You can just fucking not file your, like, your, like, financial reports and then, like, dissolve the company and then just reestablish it? I mean, I'm sure there's a loophole. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the actual laws about it. I about to say, I don't think either of us are going to be able to know what's going on here. So, you know, he was a, he's a little scammy scammer who gets away with everything. So it doesn't shock me that he was able to pull that off. Yeah. So um, this whole thing, like I just said, he's a scammer. He's a scammer. He's super sketchy. I don't understand where his money is coming from. Um, Santos financial disclosure forms don't list any actual clients using the company's services. So, huh? it's very interesting. Huh. It's like, where is the money coming from? He ran a call center, but it was one of those those call centers in India that just scams people. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, actually. Ah, that makes him sense. calling people like, hey, we need to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. That would not shock me. And they're like, I don't want to talk to you. It's like, do you need someone who's got a very large penis? Because if you check on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I have a massive cock. I, I have I have three people who recommend me for it on my LinkedIn page. So you know it's true. I have reviews on Yelp for my giant penis. It's uh, And, and the reviews are by uh, Anthony DeVolder, DeVolder Santos, uh, Anthony Santos. <laughs> George DeVolder, Anthony Santos. Yeah, I got like six, six recommendations. My mom. You're fine. His mom's just like, my son real, has a real, real big penis. I should know. It came out of me. Ah, not it came out of me. That, show me show me the lie. It's not a lie. It's just gross. Show me the lie. I don't like it when you word things like that. The Tun and Bradstreet Corporation, which is a company that provides commercial data analytics and insights for businesses, Estimate DeVolder's revenue to be less than $50,000. Hey, still above that poverty line, though, maybe. Santos is listed as a registered agent on the company's paperwork, which could have only been done in Florida, not New York. Also, the mailing address for the company, it's for an apartment on Merritt Island owned by a couple, not even Santos himself. So Nice. Maybe the couple, maybe both of them are Santos. Oh, 
It's Santos and his giant penis. Yeah, he dresses he dresses himself up as as an old woman and then his penis up as as an old man who sits next to him. And he weakens it he weakened it Bernie's the, the penis around like like my husband would like to open a bank account. Just just a large penis flopping around with it's sun, like with sunglasses penis- on. His penis is like those things outside car dealerships. A wacky, waving, inflatable arm flailing tube, man? Yeah, but that's yeah. his flaccid penis. Yeah, it's like that, but they're just like... They're just like them getting married. I now pronounce you husband and wife. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> now, Santos is... Now, Santos has not just kept his grimy little fingers in weird business practices. He is also in politics. We love that. Um, Santos is an outwardly gay Republican, which should tell you everything that you need to know about him. He makes poor decisions. Yes. The Republican part, not the gay part, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He supports people who don't support him, so it doesn't make sense. Um, Honestly, at this point, I don't even know if he's gay. I wouldn't be surprised. He could be lying about being gay. He was just deep undercover when he was doing drag in 2008. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, 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 no. I got to pretend to be a gay congressperson like 11 years from now. So I better dress up in drag and go out of the streets of Brazil just to make it real. But then deny it later and be like, I never did that. It's a, it's a perfect plan. No one will know. <laughs> You know what? Good point. I don't think he has that much foresight. No. Um, he may not have a lot of foresight, but he has been a loyal Trump supporter. He also has a lot of foreskin, am I right? Okay. You don't know that. Well, if he has a giant penis that he's dressing up as, as he, that he's dressing up as a husband, it'd have to. Oh, he wraps the foreskin around it like a shawl. To, well, no, everyone. Yeah, everyone just always thinks like your husband must always be cold. He's always wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> and then he's like, don't look at me. It's like, oh, he's shy. But that's his force. He's look pulling at him, the foreskin over his Look at him, look at him hiding in his turtleneck. This is such a <laughs> weird tangent. We haven't gone on a really weird tangent like this in uh, episodes. This been, we, you took a week off and this is what you come back to. And I'm oh, sorry. That's true. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I had the stomach flu. I guess I should have said that earlier. Okay. So anyway, back to George Santos. He has been a loyal supporter of Trump. And in 2019, he was president of United for Trump, which is a group that supported the reelection of Donald Trump. Ch- Santos tried to set up a limited... Um, liability corporation and tried to get group members to raise $20,000 for United for Trump. Mm -hmm. Members of the group questioned why so much money needed to be raised and they ended up only raising $645. (laughs) Got it. Yes. Fuck yeah. I can go buy the new PS5. There was an event that was promised that never happened and no one knows what happened to that $645. I don't think anyone cares. It was $645. In 2019, George Santos ran for the House of Representatives against the Democrat Tom Suozzi. He lost. Santos did not go down without a fight, however, and refused to accept his defeat. Who does that sound like? He said that the votes had been manipulated. Sound familiar? There you go. Santos did speak at the Stop the Steal rally before the insurrection on January 6th. Now, Santos claims that he was not there, but there is footage of him speaking. That's not me. That's that That's that drag queen from Brazil. That's that drag queen from Brazil. That's not me. She looks just like me. Jeez. I mean, they just looks just like, fuck. God damn it. 
Hillary lost the election to Swazi, Santos organized a leadership. In, yeah, he organized a leadership packet pack in order to fundraise for the next election. It's said that Santos never stopped being a politician. He immediately went fundraising to the next for the next election. Although a lot of Republicans supported Santos, a lot of them didn't. Many Republicans had reservations about Santos due to his connections with Harbor City. Sure, that's why, not because he's gay. Maybe it's both. I'm just saying, you know, there's even though he's a hardcore Republican, you know, there's still a lot of Republicans that are like, I don't like that Santos guy. Well, yeah, because he is gay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he does get discriminated against because he is gay and a a person of color. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. How can you be both? I'm joking. (laughs) It's like, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it is pretty bold of, bold of him to be an outwardly gay Republican, I will say that. Mm-hmm. But it's also impressive that he won, despite that. Anyways, Santos also claimed to be endorsed by Trump, which ended up being a lie. There were some people who called Santos to show his transcripts and prove that he was honest about his credentials, and he refused. His campaign did get a vulnerability study done on him, and this is with his permission. And after the report came back, many of his the people in his campaign, they quit because they were so shocked by what they found. And this is during, like, while mm-hmm. he's while still he was running? Campaigning. How did this not come out? Like, how was it not I, huge news? I'm not sure, actually. Because this was like all happening while he was campaigning. I think it was maybe towards the end. Yeah, I was like, I will say, I think it was towards the end. Because the news came because, out after he was elected, not soon after he was elected, but no, or, it or was not, pretty not sorry, long, not, long. Yeah, that's what I meant. Not not long after he was elected. I think they kept it under wraps because there were a lot of people who quit because they were so shocked about what they found out. And Santos was actually advised to drop out of the race, but he refused. And he said that he would prove that what he said wasn't wasn't a lie and that he would show his diplomas. But he obviously didn't do that. And it's said that Santos' campaign was a really toxic work environment and that Santos is extremely needy and hard to work for. What? Yeah, that's not shocking at all. Um, It's also said that he prefers to hire young, like young people, so that his employees don't ask as many questions because they're less experienced. And also they won't find that what he is doing is sketchy. In 2022, he ran against Democrat Robert Zimmerman. He defeated Robert Zimmerman in November of 2022, putting his butt into a seat in the House of Representatives. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, although Santos had finally gotten what he wanted, his happiness would be short-lived. 
as we said, shortly after his shortly after he won the election, the New York Times did a piece on him that would flip his political career upside down, but not enough for it to do too much. The Times revealed that Santos had lied about his employment history and his education. They also revealed that ongoing check fraud case against him in Brazil. Now, I'm not going to go into a super detailed line of when he said all of these things because... We'd be here, I don't, there's like, it's hard to say what date he said all of these things, but here's a rundown of all the lies that he told, and I also kind of think that George Santos is a pathological liar. So, George Santos has said that he is Jewish, and it was found, when it was found out that he was actually raised Catholic, Santos claims that he was Jewish, heavy on the ish. I'm not Jewish. I'm Jew. This is just like a bad stand-up comedian's joke. I've heard this one before. Yeah. Is that, being a Jew is the only reason where you're not super confident about it. You can always just say, nah, I'm Jewish. Yeah. I've heard that exact joke, yeah. Santos. You can't just steal people's material. What are you, Carlos Mencia? Maybe. He also said that his grandma was in the Holocaust, and that was also why they became Catholic, so that like she could survive. And it's just not true. No, no, no. She she was she was in the Holocaust, but she was just um in just in Brazil. She's in the Brazil. But like yeah. the, no, but the Holocaust was happening, and so was my grandma. Well, you know all those the, all those Nazis went to Argentina, and uh, they were just Which like afraid that they were going to go yeah, to Brazil. To, uh, what I said is that she was she was in the Holocaust ish. <laughs> Uh, is what I is what I meant to say. <laughs> and he is also quoted saying that he was not trying to claim Jewish heritage. I believe we are all Jewish at the end because Jesus Christ is Jewish. And if you believe in Jesus and we're all brothers in Christ, I mean. <laughs> That's so painfully stupid. <laughs> Uh, he's like a, he's like a kid trying to lie at why he didn't bring his homework in. It's so bad. He's like, well, the reason I didn't bring my homework in is because, well, well, Jesus was Jewish. And you're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He just lies, lies, and he also claimed that he could make anti-Semitic jokes because he was Jewish, and he also said that he could get a DNA test done to prove that he was in fact Jewish, but he didn't. Sh- he did. He got the DNA test, but then he didn't show anyone the results. He's like, no, see, and he just holds up like a twenty-three of me that has a star of David and crayon <laughs> on it. He's like, no, see, it says right here, I'm Jewish. That's what this means. That's why they put this giant star there. Uh, that's what this Jewish. means. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that that man is as Jewish as me. And I'm not Jewish. Oh, surprise. I'm not Jewish. He also claimed that his mother died in 9-11. She didn't. She did die, but not in 9-11. No, no, you don't understand. She was. She went on a tour of Ground Zero, and, and she she tripped. All right? So, so if 9-11 never happened, she'd still be alive. So, therefore, <laughs> she died. Uh, because of 9-11. I said she died in 9-11-ish. <laughs> I was just going to say she died-ish. <laughs> She's dead-ish. She is dead. Um, she died in 2016. I don't know why, though. I forget why she died. 
She she tripped to ground zero. Oh, that's right. That's right. She tripped to ground zero and fell into the into the fountain. Yeah. Sad. And drowned. Sad. Okay, that's oh. a lie. That was that was a lie. I don't know how she did. Um, but it was actually found that she was not even in the United States at the time of the terrorist attack. <laughs> she was in Brazil. From 99 to 2003, she was in Brazil. It was a rough time in Brazil, though. I mean, they're yeah. always kind of having a rough time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least I got the big butts. Some of them do. Makes you go down a little easier. I had a roommate who was Brazilian, and she had a really nice butt. See? There we go. Yeah. I wasn't trying to sexualize you out there, but you had a nice butt. I'm sure you still do. Anyways. <laughs> well, she's not dead. I don't think she is. I don't Maybe think she, she also died in the 9-11 memorial. It's, it's an unfortunate... It happens more than you think. You know? <laughs> a lot of casualties at the 9-11 memorial. It's crazy. But I don't understand why he lied about this. There's no point in lying about your mom being in 9-11. It's just, he just really wanted to be Pete Davidson. I, I don't know. He's like, it's working for him. He's, He's like, know. wow, everybody loves Pete Davidson. And he gets like the hottest girls. Maybe if I say my mom died at 9-11, I'll get the hottest boys. And he just got Donald Trump. He just I, got I, Donald Trump. You, you get what you get, I guess. Yeah. So, oh, so that's not the only tragedy that Santos has claimed to be a part of. He oh, also man. claimed that four former employees died at the Pulse shootings in Orlando, Florida in 2016. But it was later found out that there's no connections between anyone at the nightclub and Santos. Uh, when you say four former employees, like four former employees of his? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, not of anywhere. Yeah, yeah, you just said four former employees. I was like, so people just that I was like, probably. Well, yeah, no, four of his employees. He said that four people who were working for him in Florida died at the Pulse shootings. Statistically unlikely. Yeah, they didn't. Also, you don't have anyone working for you. You're a con man. Right, right. Or the only people you got working for you are yourself and your penis dressed up as a human man. But it's just very gross to me that he felt the need to capitalize off of people's pain. Like, because these were both terrorist attacks and people did lose their lives. A lot of people lost their lives in both of these tragedies. And the fact that you want to capitalize off people's pain and their deaths in order to give yourself clout is gross. He's lying about tragedies like he's trying to get on American Idol. Literally. (laughs) You'd think he's trying to get on a dating show with so, the amount of lies he's telling. So you know, they're not shooting in like a background where you have to like have a sad story, right? You don't have to have a sob story. You can just like. Being a first generation American is your sob story. Honestly, just go out and say. I'm gay. Guns good. And you'll probably get elected, man. Like, all you got to say is you're a gay Republican. That's your sob story. Yeah. You don't got to. Yeah. You don't got to do all this. No. He's like, did I ever tell you that my uh, uh, my sister was in the uh, when the Huns attacked China? <laughs> You're like, what? My sister's Mulan. Yeah, man, it's a rough time for her. They wanted whole, to kill her because she wasn't a man. Whole family. And that's honestly. why I do drag to honor and, her. And that's why I need to be the next congressperson of this like three block radius of New York. <laughs> Uh, so Santos lied about where he went to high school and he lied about where he got his bachelor's degree. And when he said he attended, I think it's Barrick, Barrick, I don't know, college, 
and that's where he said he got his undergrad at. It was during a time that he was in Brazil. And I don't think that he was studying abroad. No, you guys don't get it. I, I visited the campus. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I was studying abroad. So when I said I went there, I did go there. I did go there. But it was for like an afternoon. <laughs> So Santos also claimed that when he was in undergrad that he had a serious injury from playing volleyball and he had to get both of his knees replaced. He didn't. He also lied about getting his master's in business administration from NYU. How can you lie about going to NYU? It's pretty easy. It kind of goes like this. Hey, Nina, I went to NYU. That's it. Hmm. Done. I got my master's in business administration. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You want me to... Quarters, numbers, GMI. Dimes. Bottom line, top line, Abita. Hell yeah. See, I got my master's in business administration. It's just crazy. This whole thing's crazy because anybody can look up your transcripts and find out that you are a liar. He didn't graduate. I don't think he graduated from any university. I don't think he went to college. From what I could find, he didn't go. Do you remember the episode we did about diploma mills? Yeah, Operation Dip Scam. Yeah, that's what he needed. He needed one of those. He needed a big fake degree from a big fake university so he could get a big fake job. That's exactly what I did. I bet there was a watermark on his diplomas. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Just life eye, touch. Eye stock. <laughs> just eye right stock. across the middle. The TikTok logo. Yeah, just like, is, there, is there a TikTok watermark on your, on your degree from, on your master's degree from New York University? It's crazy what they're the the sponsorships that these places are getting nowadays. <laughs> Santo also lied about his employment history, stating that he worked on Wall Street as an investor for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. When it was found out that Santos was lying, he said, "Did I embellish my resume? Yes, I did." And I'm sorry. Uh, it was it was Sachs with a with a K. Golden, Goldman Sachs, but S A C K S. So I could see how people would get confused. <laughs> I I understand now. I understand. He also lied about being a producer for Spider Man, the Spider Man musical. Why? I don't know. He's like, ah, oh, let's see. Let's lie about me being uh, a producer for one of the biggest flops, or like the worst. The worst attempts to put on a show in history. In Let's history. do that. He. Uh, there are also questions of him being lying about being married to a man and to a woman. Um, he did get divorced from a woman in 2019, despite him being gay. Citizenship? How did you? How did he get citizenship here? No, in he was born here. Oh, so that's how, oh well then yeah yeah he's a first generation American citizenship for her. I don't know. He's also lied about having a brain tumor. He's lied about having bronchitis. He's lied about being in robberies. The list goes on and on and on. Some other sketchy stuff that he did involved animals. So I want you animal lovers out there to fucking hate him. He lied about founding an animal charity called Friends of Pets United. Now, Santos claimed to have saved 2,500 dogs and cats between the years of 2013 to 2018. However, there are no IRS records and no evidence that the charity was ever registered. It is said that Santos would take checks written for the charity and cash them out under his other name, Anthony DeVolder. The biggest issue about this is that when people found out about the charity they would tell others about it because they thought that it was legit so there was a homeless army veteran named richard ostoff i think that's how you say his name anyway 
he had a dog. He had this little pit bull. And it was his very dear companion, but she had a tumor. She had one of those big ass tumors on her side. And the dog needed three thousand needed a three thousand dollar surgery to save her. Now, one of the vet techs told Ostoff that she knew of an organization that would help him save his dog. He reached out to Santos and a fundraiser was made to help him save his dog. And the three hundred I'm sorry, and the three thousand dollars was raised. However, Ostoff received none of the money. Santos pocketed the entire thing and took off with his money. The dog ended up having to be put down. Santos denies this happened, obviously, but the FBI is investigating it right now. Why does it need to be a real dying dog? Just like fake it. Just like put a picture of a dog and say it's dying from cancer. You don't need to find an actual dog dying from cancer and then deny it life saving surgery well and That's like crazy. what's really fucked up is like this guy was homeless he didn't have a job he struggled with addiction he was really attached to this dog and like you didn't need to lie to him and tell him you were gonna raise that money yeah just say you no just, just, just say, say no. no and then take the story and lie about it i, I don't right. i don't get why you don't have to raise promise this shit. man money don't promise him that you're gonna save his dog and then turn around and not do it it's just rude at that point it is rude everything he does is rude but this is like that's especially just shitty it's also said that in 2017 that a checking account of Santos, he wrote nine canceled checks to eight different count accounts of dog breeders and it counted it was like ended up being like $15,000. He was arrested in Pennsylvania for this, but it got expunged. Although lying about everything is sketchy and it's not what we want for our when we don't want our politicians to be doing it, it technically isn't a white collar crime. So, what did George Santos do that made us talk about him today? There was a formal inquiry opened on Santos because of his financial disclosure reports. There were also allegations of sexual misconduct and conflict of interest. It was also found that in 2020, Santos filed for unemployment during the pandemic, claiming that he didn't have any income. He collected 20... He collected... $24,000 in unemployment benefits during this time he was working, but during this time he was working in Florida at an investment firm and was earning around $120,000 per year. It was also found that he defrauded donors when he was running for Congress. There were two people who donated $25,000 each to an LLC that operated, that was operated by Santos, but it was not registered as a super PAC. A super PAC is a type of political action committee that raises funds that goes directly to the candidate. The money that was raised by the campaigning was laundered to two of Santos's personal accounts, and he used the money to buy clothes, make car payments, and make debt payments. I needed clothes for the campaign. You know how hard it is not only clothing myself, but then buying all of these dresses I have to buy and a bunch of suits for a penis? You know you know the kind of money that that costs? A lot. Yeah! A lot of money. That's what I'm saying! I just think it's so shitty that... He's so shitty. With the unemployment stuff. Also, I don't know how you think you're not going to get found out. 
I don't think he's ever going to get found out for any of the lies he says. What do you mean? He did get found. People found out. I said, I don't think he thinks Mm. that he's ever going to. Like, why else would you just spout off nonsense constantly all the time? I think he's a pathological liar. I don't think he can help it. Exactly. And I I don't think he ever thinks he's going to get caught. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So in May 2023, a grand jury in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of New York indicted Santos on 13 criminal charges, seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public funds, two counts of making materially false statements to the House of Representatives. Of course, Santos said that he's not guilty and he was released on $500,000 on a $500,000 bond. Did have to surrender his passport when he was released, which is good because then he won't take off. Santos says that this is a witch hunt. Oh, that's what they all say. Yeah. I'm like, come on. You did everything. We found out everything. No, I didn't do everything. I did some of it. Ish. (laughs) Ish. Now, Santos did have to file disclosures, and they were due on August 13th, which was three days ago. He failed to do it after he had received a 90-day extension. So, (coughs) he is in some trouble. Um, If he does not file at all, he could receive a civil penalty of over $71,000. But there's a range it's like $200 to $71,000. Wow. Right? I'm glad they narrowed it down there. Yeah, right? That was nice of them. He has been urged to resign, but of course he hasn't. He is due back in the Capitol on September 12th, and he does not have, he does have a hearing on September 7th. Oh, man, that sucks, because right in between those is the anniversary of his mom's death. <laughs> Just a bad, bad timing on that one. Ugh. How is he supposed to be back at the Capitol the day after his mom's death? How is he supposed to grieve? Rough. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, I just feel like you shouldn't... If you have an ongoing investiga- investigation, you should not be allowed to go to work like that. Yeah, well, I think we're finding out a lot about what it means to be hit with, I don't know federal indictments and also still be a part of the political system in multiple ways right now so you know it's definitely something that maybe yeah needs to be fixed yeah it's very concerning the other part that is so unbelievably concerning is that like there was no check and balance of his resume before he went to congress yeah like i I know it's like we're, we're on innocent until proven guilty but he's been proven guilty I mean, technically, like, is is there a law, though, that says you can't lie when you're running for office? I think so. You know, because there are a lot of things that say, well, you can't lie when you're filling out forms or something. Like, like when you apply for, like, the applications to, like, run for office, you probably can't lie on them. But if you just tell the public something that's not true. Would that technically be? Is that illegal? I feel like it's probably not. Is it a type of fraud? I don't think so. You're not using the mail. You're not defrauding the government. You're just saying lies out loud. You're just pulling the wool over people's eyes. Yeah, which is technically 
Is it shitty? Yeah, but is there something like technically like, illegal? No, yeah, obtusely illegal about it? No, that's great. It's crazy. You know, it's not like you have to submit a resume to run for office. You don't. You don't. You just have to be like you have to prove you're like a certain age or whatever that you live somewhere. So yeah. as long as he didn't lie on any of those, he probably didn't commit a crime. Is it shitty? Yeah, but that's why I can't believe in in the information age when the information about people is so readily available. No one thought to be like, "Huh, what's this guy about?" It shows how little people really research in especially well, local elections. Yeah, and that is accurate because if anybody did an ounce of research, you would find out that he was bogus from the get go. Yeah. It just shows that no one cares about the, however, like 600 people that are fucking in the House of Representatives. And honestly, I I mean, I would research a little bit, but I would probably just, you know, typically I just go with the Democratic candidate. And this has shown me, like, you really need to research these people and you need to figure out who you're electing into your offices because you don't want people who are bozos like this. Absolutely. There's a picture of him and Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, whispering to each other. And I'm like, oh, my God, these two idiots in the House of Representatives. Yeah, somehow all of the inflammatory people are in the House of Representatives now. It's terrifying. I couldn't. And, and all Isn't the, sen- that and all the senators like girl, to Lauren Boebert. Yeah. That's her name. And even like if you're going to look, at, you know, if you want to take the opposite look where you're like from the Republican side, who are the people they hate? It's not usually senators anymore either. It's right. It's it's AOC who's in the House of Representatives. It's um Basically, that entire group of like, mm-hmm. like, like green people or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then all these people in uh, the Senate, which has usually been the target of people before, everyone's just like, "Well, looks like Mitch McConnell's got the thousand yard. I'm gonna die stare again." Oh my god, I can't believe that man is still above ground. To be honest with you, and Diane Feinstein, they're fucking old they're as shit. Old. They're so old. Geritocracy, man. My Uber driver went on a rant the other day about how change is only going to happen if people 35 and younger get elected. And he was 50. Well, good luck. Good luck. You need the money to run. Good luck having enough money to run for office when you're under 35. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Where do liars go? They go to Washington, D.C., not only is that a beloved joke by my deceased grandfather, but it's also the truth in this case. George Santos lied to voters for the state. George Santos lied to voters for the sake of getting elected, and it paid off. However, when you tell so many lies that you can't keep them straight, they will catch up to you. Not only is George Santos a liar, but he is all but he also has no shame in scamming people out of their money and ripping off the government and taxpayers for his own financial gain. He happily pocketed unemployment checks at our country's most vulnerable time in decades. George Santos is sitting pretty now, but I do think that justice is coming for him. We will see on September 7th. And that's our episode. If you liked what you heard and you want to check out more, check us out on our social medias. We're on Facebook.com slash White Collars Red Hands. We're on Twitter at White Collars Pod. We are on Instagram at White Collars underscore Red Hands. We're on TikTok 
at White Collars Red Hands. We're also on YouTube at, you guessed it, your mom. No, White Collars Red well, Hands. I, we tried, actually. We tried. The handle was already taken. Damn it. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't get it. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss anything. Hit that notification bell. Um, like and subscribe. Um, if you have a suggestion for an episode, you hear about a white collar crime and you're like, oh my God, Nina and Kashan, they should cover that. Um, you know, send us a DM or you can email at us, email us at whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. Um, there, another free way that you can support us is by rating us on either Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. The higher our rating, the more we get pushed into the algorithm and it really helps us out. Um, we love a five-star review, but an honest review works as well. Another free way you can support us is by telling a friend. Mm-hmm. You people all the time on social media, they're like, I'm going on a road trip. I'm working out. I'm baking cookies. What podcast should I listen to? White collars, red hands, bitch. Or spread it more actively. Go to a speed dating, a speed dating uh, uh, event. And then every time someone sits down with you, only talk about white collars, red hands for five minutes. Yes. You you may not find love, but you might help, uh, help some lonely singles find a way to fill their time. Huh? And isn't that the best gift of all? Yes. It is. Um, I think on dating apps, it can. There's a podcast prompt, so you can put us in there. Yeah, do that. Give I us, did it one time. Hinge matches. I did do that one time. This is why you're banned. I'm not banned from Hinge, just Tinder. Mm. Um, if you want an unfree way to support us, we do have merch. If you want to go over to T Public, it's on our website, whitecollarsredhands.com, and we have a little merch button. And if you push the merch button, you'll go to T Public and you can buy whatever you want. We've got mouth, mouse pads, we've got coffee mugs, we've got sweaters, we've got tank tops, whatever you want. We should design a bra that's white with red hands holding it. The cups. You get right on it. Whenever you find a way to get that done, we'll get it up on the store. Your girlfriend's a seamstress. She doesn't have the volume to be able to make all these. That's true. All right. That's true. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's it too. All right. Well, we'll see you next week on another episode of White Collars. Red Red Hands. Hands.